Hey guys, you're listening to the English Made Simple Show. This is episode number 311, number 311, numero 311. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back and a happy new year to you, amigos y amigas. So this is your host, Milena, speaking, and you're tuning in to the English Made Simple Show. You can learn more about the EMS show and what it is all about by visiting the uh, website, EnglishMadeSimple.net. If you want to listen to the podcast directly from the website, simply type in EnglishMadeSimple.net slash podcast into your browser and then start listening. It's that easy. Don't forget to check out all my past episodes and fantastic resources to help you speed up your English learning. Now, amigos, today we'll explore expressions associated with train travel, specifically focusing on the experience of embarking on a long-haul journey by train. I'm speaking from experience, my recent experience When I say train travel, I don't mean traveling somewhere on public transport where a train journey could be half an hour or an hour long. What I'm talking about here is traveling on a longer, a day or a two-day long journey by train. Before we begin, amigos y amigas, let me ask you this question. It's very important. How was your New Year's celebration? Hope it's not too late to ask this question. Uh, I traveled to another city in Australia for Christmas and New Year's. Um, I went to Melbourne to meet with my family. My mom was visiting us from New Zealand. So we all met in Melbourne to ring in the new year, the 2024 new year. Most of my family lives in Melbourne. Um, so we decided to meet there. As some of you may know, some of my long-time listeners may know this, um, I actually live in a city called Adelaide, but I travel to Melbourne often. I normally fly to Melbourne or I drive there. The drive is around eight hours and the flight takes only an hour by plane, okay? So it's a short flight. However, this time around, I decided to take the train. There is a direct train um, going from Adelaide to Melbourne. So I wanted to travel in comfort uh, because my car is not that comfortable for long drives. I drive a uh, Ford Fiesta, a five-door hatchback. I still drive this. It's 12 years old. Uh, it's not that powerful, so it's more for city rides rather than long um, long type of uh, journeys. Um, so I thought, why not try the train this time? I've never traveled in Australia by train. I've never visited any city in Australia by train. So I decided, why not? So the train my husband and I took uh, is called the Overland. So it is a kind of touristy train. Uh, it's an old train and uh, it connects passengers from Adelaide to Melbourne and vice versa. And people use it for long voyages. Okay, so long travel, long voyages. So the train is super old, <laughs> older than my car, of course. It's over 135 years old. Okay, and it's called the Overland Train. It's uh, established in 1887. That's the year 1887. 
So it's over 135 years old. There's a lot of history attached to this train. Uh, it's been updated over the years, but not too much. I don't think there's been any changes since uh, since then, since 1887. Uh, the Overland um, promotes itself as a luxury overnight experience. Uh, it's more for tourists, but uh, local people also take it to travel between Adelaide and Melbourne. I'll include a link about this particular train in the show notes so you can read more about it if you really want to know, if you're really curious. I'll include the link from their website um, so you can have a look at it and learn more about it. Now, let me read this paragraph from their website. It tells a bit more about the Overland train. So it goes like this. Today, the Overland operates twice weekly daytime journeys between Adelaide and Melbourne, Red Standard and Red Premium Services, those are the names for their services that they offer, make it the easiest and most relaxing way to embark on your interstate adventure. That's from their website. With comfortable semi-reclining seats, generous legroom, 60 kilos of luggage allowance, and dedicated hospitality attendants, to tend to your every need. The Overland offers service that really is in a class of its own. Okay, so that's what it says on their website. This all sounds cool and all, but uh, what was my experience like, you may be wondering. Is this all true? Hmm, where do I begin? All right, so my trip should have lasted 10 hours, okay? <laughs> should have lasted 10 hours. Um, It's not a fast speed train, okay? Instead of 10 hours, it took about 12 hours to arrive in Melbourne. 12 hours. Which meant that I arrived super late in Melbourne. I arrived in Melbourne at 10 p.m. late at night. I was traveling on the... Christmas Eve, so that was the day when I traveled, uh, Christmas Eve, uh, 24th of December. So I missed dinner time with family uh, since we arrived late. On this day, on this particular day, uh, it was raining. We had thunderstorms, (laughs) lightning strikes, and just really bad weather that developed in the afternoon. It was really beautiful and sunny in the morning when we left home, but then the weather turned to crap. You could say we had unfavorable weather conditions for traveling. It wasn't really great to travel uh, when it's thunderstorms and lightning strikes and all that. So that's why it took so long to get to Melbourne. So aside from this, uh, my husband and I traveled in the premium class. So it's uh, they've got a small premium class. Uh, when I say premium class, it sounds really posh and expensive but it's not. The price is the same. The cost of the premium class is the same as if I were flying to Melbourne with a check-in luggage. So the premium class has more legroom and includes breakfast and lunch plus snacks. So to be honest, uh, it was quite comfortable. The seats were comfortable. The only downside is that this is not a fast speed train like the ones in Europe and Asia. Australia is a bit backwards when it comes to technology and infrastructure. Uh, If you live in Australia, you'll know what I mean. 
because the train ride was super comfortable, I didn't mind the two-hour delay that much. And you could actually move from uh, carriage to carriage. You can walk around as well. There is a cafe, so it's not too bad. So I could put up with it if it happened again, if there was a delay again. I could actually put up with it. Uh, so we decided to watch a movie to kill time. So we needed to kill about two, two or three hours. Uh, we watched the latest uh, John Wick movie uh, because it was about three hours long, that movie. And that's the latest John Wick 4, I believe, with Keanu Reeves. Uh, lots of action, not much talking, so it's perfect when traveling. So yeah, that was pretty interesting. So that was fun. We were able to watch that movie and kill some time. This is all well and good. But uh, on the way back, back to Adelaide, is when things got really interesting. We were due to come back to Adelaide on the first day of January 2024. So the Overland train only travels uh, twice a week. So as it turns out, one of their trips took place on New Year's Day. And we didn't mind that. I was looking forward to being in the train again. The main problem is that the train didn't go at all. <laughs> the train did not uh, come, didn't go anywhere. So we had to travel 10 hours by bus instead. They sent a bus replacement instead of... Um, the train so there was no train around and we had to take the bus um this is a uh should be a comfortable bus uh, it's one of those um big buses i mean wide buses that you can you you have on the long distance travels but how was that experience uh, on the bus uh, from melbourne to adelaide uh, traveling so many hours for so many hours um um, I'll have to tell you that the bus was uncomfortable. I think my car was more comfortable than the bus. I think my car would have been more comfortable if I had a car with me. I would have um, I preferred to travel by car that than actually be on this bus. And why did the overland train not go not uh, go from Melbourne to Adelaide for us? Uh, well, there was an unfortunate incident on the railway tracks that delayed other trains. Um, so it wasn't only that our train uh, was delayed, it, there were other trains that got um, that were affected by this tragic accident uh, incident that happened. So there was a tragic accident that occurred on the railway somewhere, preventing our train from departing on that day, on 1st of January. So yeah, I was uh, really looking forward to riding the train back, but I'd never thought we'd have delays uh, on the way back. It seems it's common to have some delays with these trains. So that's something to note down for next time. But the good news is that I have officially traveled to Melbourne using four different modes of transportation. For example, a car, a plane, a train, and now a bus. So I traveled in all these four modes of transportation to Melbourne from Adelaide. And yeah, that was, <laughs> that's the positive side to this story. Now, if you were to travel around Australia by train, then my recommendation is, yeah, just do it. Do it at least once because it's actually a nice experience to be on that train. You should definitely experience Australia by train. It's just beautiful. 
to look at the scenery while you're having breakfast on the train. So they do serve food there. We also saw a um, we saw lots of kangaroos. We saw a mob of kangaroos frolicking in the fields as we were approaching Melbourne. So you could actually see them jumping there in the fields uh, from trains. So that was really nice to look at. So I recommend it if you're not in a rush. Uh, definitely take the train if you want uh, travel. Um, if you want to travel Australia by train, definitely give that a go. There is a world famous train line called the um, the Gan. That's the name for this uh, for this train voyage. It's called the Gan G H A N. So it takes you from Adelaide, from South Australia to the north of uh, Australia, to the city called Darwin. And it takes about three days on the train, okay? So it will take you three days to get, let's say, from Adelaide to Darwin if you were to take the train that's called the uh, the GAN, okay? And I can include a link to this as well if you're curious, if you are living in Australia now and you're thinking about, you know, sightseeing by train, you're welcome to... Go to EnglishMadeSimple.net and find this episode and then you'll be able to click on the links. And uh, I think that's going to be my next adventure. I'm actually keen to try this train, the three-day travel to Darwin. That would be interesting. So the train is for people who are not in a rush, all right? Because there's a lot of delays. Just so you know, if you're planning to take the train, uh, you shouldn't be in a rush to be anywhere so <laughs> take it easy. Alternatively, I suggest considering driving and flying as your primary choices for exploring Australia. Driving is nice if you can do that. And then you can go on your own schedule. What about you, amigos? Do you prefer to travel by train or plane when you're going on long-haul journeys? Long voyages? Cool. And that's all for today, amigos y amigas. In the next episode, we'll learn some English expressions to do with trains and railways. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode with you. If you'd like to support the show, visit EnglishMadeSimple.net slash transcripts and download the transcripts to contribute and support the show. If you can't contribute right now, then please share this episode with your friends. Don't forget to visit EnglishMadeSimple.net slash podcast anytime to continue listening to the rest of the episodes. For more short and sweet phrases, uh, if you'd like to learn some short and sweet phrases, please visit my YouTube channel. When you find it, don't forget to like and subscribe. I hope you've learned something new today. If anything isn't clear, be sure to send me an email and I'll be happy to help. Until next time, amigos, hasta la próxima. Mm-hmm.